Welcome to Answers in Jubilees, produced by The God Culture. The Book of Jubilees, also known as the Book of Division for One, represents the first map of the world, as well as the Torah calendar, according to the Qumran exiled temple priests. Not sure how scholarship can forget about them, mischaracterize them. It is utter fraud, and we've caught them, and we prove all of this out in the beginning of the Book of Jubilees, the Torah calendar, which is free in ebook, and you can also acquire it in print, both at bookofjubilees.org. In this 52-week series, we are going to touch on just 52 topics in brief, which this book offers revelation that has been lost in the modern church somehow, but not really to history, because the book of Jubilees has been there all along. Many doctrines have filled gaps that do not actually exist because of this censored book we would have known all along. It was kept as Torah in Qumran, and it answers these questions. Our first topic is, what was the original language of creation? What do you think, based on what you have heard? Some say the Akkadian or Sumerian language, others say Phoenician or whatever. However, those are all guesses, no matter how many initials they have after their name. Because see, none of them were there. But we can get this from the source, from those physically present at the beginning, at creation. Jubilees answers this question from Yahuwah himself. Let's pursue. Jubilees 12.25 And Yahuwah Elohim said, Open his, Abraham's, mouth and his ears, that he may hear and speak with his mouth with the language which hath been revealed. For it had ceased from the mouths of all the children of men from the day of the overthrow of Babel. Now this is being spoken by Yahuwah himself in the time of Abraham, about a century after Babel. So he's telling us the language was lost, at least in full, until this time from Babel. So let's continue. Verse 26, and I, Yahuwah, opened his mouth. Okay, Yahuwah did this. And his ears and his lips, still Abraham, that's his. And I, Yahuwah, began to speak with him in Hebrew, in the tongue of the creation. Wow. Anyone know a time before that? Hint, it's a two-letter answer. There was no time before creation, period. No alternative creation in all of Scripture. No pre-Adamic man is ever recorded in any sense in all of Scripture. That is a cult, and it leads to Nephilim long before they ever existed. It also messes up all of the timelines. It requires angels to do things before they were created. It doesn't 
work. It requires evil to be evil before there was evil, because Yahuwah didn't create evil. Evil is the opposite of good. He created good, not evil. Evil is those choosing not to do good what he created. Sin is lawlessness, the opposite of the law. It is not a tenet unto itself. You have to have law in order to have sin. You have to have good in order to have evil. These are antitheses. So it just doesn't work. But keep reading. Verse 27. And he took the books of his fathers, hmm, and these were written in Hebrew, and he transcribed them. Notice this word. And he began from henceforth to study them. And I, Yahuwah, made known to him that which he could not understand, and he studied them during the six rainy months. By the way, some try to say, oh, well, that means maybe he was in you know, the Southern Hemisphere or whatever, you know, where we have six rainy months. No, there are six rainy months even in the U.S. for that matter. Uh, rainy season starts there in April and it goes to about October. It's not the same as it is in the southern part, uh, but it is nonetheless six rainy months. Israel has the same, uh, so all the same. But Abraham's fathers, who wrote in Hebrew, now, that's not Terah, his father, because, first of all, he was a pagan who worshipped idols and certainly didn't write scripture, but the language was lost at Babel before Abraham. So between Babel and Abraham, which Terah's in between, there's no Hebrew, doesn't exist on earth at that point. Now, it's a more ancient reference and really obvious. So who were Abraham's fathers who wrote in Hebrew? Jubilees answers that as well. Let's go there. You will notice as well, Torah never says otherwise. Everything we're sharing from Jubilees in this video, and you'll see from all of the videos, actually agrees and fits into Torah like a glove. Yes, Jubilees adds more detail uh, because it's a different writing of Moses. If it had the same exact detail of Genesis with the same exact things recorded, well, wouldn't it just be called Genesis? Uh, doesn't even make sense. That's how some scholars think, and it's irrational, irrelevant, and really renders them completely impertinent and their entire paradigm. So let's go back, though. All the way to Enoch here, Jubilees 4, 17, and the little piece of 18 I'm going to use here. And he, Enoch, was the first among men that are born on earth who learned writing. There you go. And what did he write? He wrote in Hebrew. And knowledge and wisdom. And who wrote down, so he'd learned the writing, and he wrote, got it? The signs of heaven according to the order of their months in a book. See, you will find the calendar in the book of Enoch matches that of Jubilees. And actually, as we test this in our Sabbath series, part six, to a pretty good degree, it really aligns with the whole of Scripture. See for yourself. Watch the series. We're not going to debate you on that if you haven't watched. Let's continue.
that men might know the seasons of the years according to their order of their separate months. See, Yahuwah established the calendar, and it wasn't Roman. It wasn't by a pope. It, no one can establish it after that. It was already established, just as Hebrew was the language of creation. So, that men might know the seasons of the years according to their order of their separate months. And he was the first to write a testimony. So what language did Enoch write in? Of course, this is the book of Enoch, very, very well established through mega history, and we are going to go there in time as well. He wrote in Hebrew, the language of creation, the language of the earth, all the way up into the Tower of Babel. Now, there were no other languages among the descendants of Adam except perhaps Cain, who left. And what happens in history when we see that? We see migrations and we see languages being altered and changed because of the disconnection. Very common. Uh, nothing evil about it necessarily, although Cain was certainly evil. So he left and his lineages then mix with fallen angels. And we find something very interesting along those lines regarding language. And that's all we're covering in this video. We're not going to go into the whole story of the Nephilim and all of those things. Uh, not going into Cain. We're going to deal with those things later. Again, some try to claim the Sumerian tablets are the oldest writings. Yet, that is a babe compared to what is recorded right here in Jubilees and Enoch even. Let's see. Now, we will deal with this full passage later in the series in context of what happened here. But Canaan, son of Arphaxad, found an occult writing, which was from before the flood. But it does not appear to be in Hebrew. Let's read. Jubilees 8.3 And he found a writing which former generations had carved on the rock. Now, see, their system was rocks. And the biblical one, even Enoch, was paper, even leather, and other perishable mediums. Now, theirs would last longer in original form, but scribes copied over the Bible over the millennia. And that's well recorded and documented. That shouldn't be a surprise to any scholar. But before someone says, well, the writers of the Bible and their predecessors should have used stone instead. Well, please show us your rock library of writings. Come on, let's see it. Let's see that rock library of yours. Ah, you don't, you don't have one, do you? Right. None of us do because it's not practical. And the Bible way is far better, just not for archaeologists of willing, archaeologists of, of willing ignorance, because that's what that paradigm does very often, unfortunately, and it's complete ignorance, set a paradigm, and then say, oh, well, it doesn't fit my paradigm. Well, your paradigm is steeped in ignorance. What do you expect? Of course it doesn't fit your ignorance, and it won't. Now, and he read what was there on, and he transcribed it, just like Abraham, same word, and sinned owing to it. For it contained the teachings of the watchers, so this is the occult crossing over the flood, in accordance with 
which they used to observe the omens of the sun and moon and stars in all the signs of heaven. If you go to the book of Enoch, it tells you that whole story of the watchers and what they taught, the doctrines that they taught. These were not Yahuwah's doctrines. This was absolute astrology that is a cult in nature and never his. He never named his stars after his enemies because that's what they do is name them after themselves and their children. No, that's not his system. No, no. Again, we'll cover this story later, but what did he find that essentially became Babylonian mystery religion here? The reinstitution of the occult? Well, likely the Sumerian tablets, which the word transcribe has a broad meaning, so it doesn't have to mean specifically this. It could just mean he wrote it down. It could. But it is likely that he had to translate it because it was a different language as the Sumerian tablets are not Hebrew. Why? Again, Cain's generations were disconnected from Adam and likely changes occurred. And then you have the Watchers enter the picture and then their Nephilim offspring. You get a lot of changes there, which we also will cover later in the series, not this video. It makes sense that that is the origin of the Sumerian tablets at least in their origins. We're just thinking here on that. We can't prove it, but that is our opinion on that piece of this. The rest of this comes right out of Jubilees, which is Scripture and Torah. But they do not represent the language of creation, and that's the point, because that would have to be Hebrew, and the Sumerian tablets are not. So already discounts them as being the most ancient writing, nonsense. So, likely they were interpreted by K&M. Something to think about. So when Elohim said, let there be light, he said it in Hebrew. When the angel of the presence began recording everything from the beginning on the heavenly tablets, it was written in Hebrew. Thus, nothing ever found in archaeology will ever precede it, period. They find an older writing, such as the Samaritan tablets, or say the Epic of Gilgamesh, both Nephilim tales full of garbage, long, long after the book of Enoch was even written in Hebrew as well, but really long after that angel recorded in Hebrew in the heavenly tablets from the first day of creation. Now, who was there to tell about it? Not a single archaeologist, linguist, or anyone else on earth today. So whose word do we take? Well, Yahuwah and Yahusha, they were there. The angels, as of the first day of creation, they were there. And we have their record in Genesis and Jubilees in the beginning chapters, which are supplied from the heavenly tablets from that angel, which we will cover later as well. Even more amazing is those calling themselves scholars who basically are ignorant of the tradition of the scribe and that using paper in similar mediums as opposed to a stone carving made more sense anyway. No, it doesn't fit their paradigm of finding an, an original copy. You're not going to find an original copy of the Bible. It was written on 
paper, on a perishable medium. And that's why they record, they copy them over. So it's ignorant to even look for an origin. You base the origin on what you know to be fact. The Bible itself has passed the test of time and been passed down from generation to generation, well recorded throughout all the way. Now, it is a paradigm of illiterates basically calling themselves scholars who cannot reason basic principles. So let's not listen to them, or let's test what they have to say often because they represent the willing ignorance 2 Peter 3 warned us about. And he also tells us why. Read it. Jubilees brings this to light. And now we can answer this question thanks to the book of Jubilees, the original language of creation, forward was Hebrew, lost at the Tower of Babel and reinstituted a century or so later by Yahuwah teaching Abraham. No, Abraham was not alive at the time of the Tower of Babel. So that rabbinic tale is also nonsense. The book of Jubilees proves that too. Abraham was reading his father's ancient writings, which were written in Hebrew, according to the book of Jubilees. So now we all know. Yah bless to all. The Book of Jubilees, the Torah calendar, named by the temple priests in Qumran as the source of the exact determination of how to keep Torah's calendar in the Damascus document. Yes, they called it Torah and used it as such. This book renders the very first map of the world, the most ancient geography in all of history. Jubilees also known as the Book of Division, as Noah partitions the entire earth to his three sons, finds the Garden of Eden in the Philippines, pinpoints the seat of Gog of Magog's power, demonstrates continental divides originate with Noah and much more. It is the second witness to Genesis and Torah and concurs. It tests as Torah and we encourage you to review this full test for yourself in the beginning of this book. It was the priests who were exiled from the temple who lived in Qumran, known in Bible times as Bethabara, where Messiah was baptized and John the Baptist of temple priestly caste lived and operated. As these were his fellow Levite priests exiled from the temple, who continued to keep scripture there, as well as operate a function, compound, modeled in part after the temple. This is the only historic library of precedence for the Old Testament canon in ancient history, yet explained away in willing ignorance, just as 2 Peter 3 warned. Based on the R.H. Charles translation from the Ethiopic, this book will enlighten and its revelation will rock your world. As all 50 chapters appear in this book with curated and edited margin notes, in large print Bible format, easy to read. This 288-page quality paperback has a high-resolution section of maps that represent the world's oldest map by Noah. Read it and test it for yourself, and you will likely find, as we have, this book is inspired, even canon, in history. Available free worldwide in ebook or purchase a print copy today 
on Shopee Philippines or Amazon internationally. Just go to bookofjubilees.org and the links are there for your area. We also offer bundle pricing with our other books in the Philippines. Our books are already expanding now, being read in 52 countries and more than half of the provinces in the Philippines. Join thousands who are finding this useful in their lives.